Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for all things Kings of War. as they delve into the world of Mantica and bring you in-depth coverage of all things Kings of War. Welcome to Countercharge. I'm Rob Enough. And I'm Jeremy Duvall. That's right. Rob and I are alive. We're back, ready to record an episode. Uh, and this, Rob, this is a very, tonight on Countercharge, a very special episode. I wanted us just to get kind of get together, talk a little bit about, you know, um, Adepticon canceling. You know, our hobby is sort of like hard to do when you can't be around other people. Um, so Rob and I are going to talk a little bit tonight about like in this sort of light of events getting canceled, where do we see our hobby gaming journey going over the next couple weeks? And then uh, we also have a big uh, announcement that we're going to be going into. Um, we're going to be sponsoring a Outbreak 2020 after dark painting contest mm -hmm. and it's going to be an outbreak of amazing artistic talent from you guys because we're looking forward to seeing all your uh uh newly painted models for that challenge so we'll get to that we'll talk a little bit about how to enter the contest what it means but first rob um What's your thoughts on Adepticon closing, on sort of the tournament scene, you know, trying to listen to what's going on? Or uh, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I think at the end of the day, it is what it is. I, I don't think the, the the paranoia that some folks are, you know, have seen or the media, that doesn't, that's not helpful. Um, but the reality is there is some scientific evidence to, to shut some of this stuff down and reduce, you know, social interaction for a bit. I think the just drives me crazy though is that you know i think some folks believe this means they won't get it and the reality is uh, all these precautions that folks are taking which are the right moves is really about slowing down the infection rate so that if we do hit a catastrophic level our healthcare system can handle it i think what you're seeing in italy is a situation of where it kind of came too late you know it hit them so fast and now they're they are in that position of well who gets treatment and who doesn't i i think we're doing all the right things it's unfortunate I mean, I, I don't know about you, but like I was really looking forward to Adepticon. Um, having missed Masters, I was kind of banking on Adepticon. And uh, at first it was very depressing. I'm like, oh, you know, what a kick in the nuts. But when they give you lemons, sometimes you got to make lemonade. And that's what we're going to do tonight. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's one of those things where um, being overcautious now, if it even saves like a life, you know, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pain or whatever. But in the end, it's like you said, it's how... Can we come together to try to, you know, help protect the at-risk parts of our uh, community? Uh, but what that doesn't mean, Rob, is I think that we can do that. But in our isolation, I think it's still possible to be like excited about the hobby and, um, you know, uh, painting, which is kind of what we're going to talk about with our contest. But I think there's uh, in in making the right choices for yourself and your family. I don't think that necessarily means that you also have to stop the hobbies that you love. It's just trying to approach them through like a new a new way or a new uh, a type. I, I mean, Tom. Manus posted the other night and like universal battle was just rocking. There was mm -hmm. like tons of ta tables being played. The reality is that 
this does not mean you don't have any social interaction. It just means you don't have any physical contact. Go on After Dark. Chat us up. I mean, we had a full house tonight. You know, all the normal regulars like Rashad, Brinley, Felix, Billy, Devlin. Uh, you were there for a minute. So, like, we're here. We're painting. Yeah. So there's basically – there's ways for us to keep the juices flowing, to keep the hobby going. You can do Universal Battle. If you hadn't seen it, go check out Matt Young from Hobby Sauce. He did a tutorial video on how to use Universal Battle. If you're looking to get those games in, like uh, Rob mentioned, mm-hmm. After Dark is going to be going. So basically, I know I'm most likely am going to be working from home unless I get called in as a disaster worker for the next couple weeks. I know Rob is going to be working from home. So uh, we have a lot mm-hmm. of teachers. You know, I know Billy's out not working right now. So I think there's going to be a lot of really good After Dark action going on along with UB and then all the Facebook groups and everything. So I think the main message Rob and I want to get across is there's still ways for us all to interact and keep the hobby going but just not like sneezing in each other's mouths basically let's not do that so what we're going to do for the after dark outbreak 2020 painting challenge is we're going to have three separate categories we're going to have a unit an individual and a monster So essentially how it works is starting on the 25th, you'll post into the CounterCharge Facebook group. You'll post a picture of um, your assembled models that haven't – you haven't started painting them yet and then what category you want to enter that into. Um, You can enter into all three categories, the the unit – the uh, character or the monster and you don't necessarily have to to all enter in all those categories like right at the beginning of the contest the contest is going to go from the 25th of march through to the end of april so you can join in on the contest at any time you want just post a picture of the assembled models uh in the counter charge facebook group just do a little outbreak 2020 uh, tag in there and then um at the end of the April, just do your submissions, like send some pictures of uh, – post pictures on our Facebook page of uh, what you accomplish. And I'll be sending you reminders as we're going too. And then what we're going to do is the countercharge team is going to come up with some uh, finalists in each of the categories. So we'll have some finalists for unit, some finalists for individual, and then some finalists for monster. And then also we'll have a overall champion category too. So that means if you do, you can do a unit, a character, and mm. a monster, and then that will qualify you to uh, uh, compete for that best overall outbreak dominator. So it's going to be really cool. It's going to allow us to get some hobby done over the next month and a half. We're going to have prizes. We'll have some cool uh, stuff to send out to people, some counter-charge swag who uh, uh, take part in it. So basically now until the March 25th, you have are basically letting you guys know now. Start thinking about you know what models you want to use. Go into that closet. You know, Rob, we all have the closet of shame. It's a closet of opportunity. A closet of opportunity. See, that's how we need to view this thing. So start thinking about what you want to do. And then on the 25th of March, start posting uh, – uh, uh, what you want to get done, what you're going to want to work over the cha- uh, the time of the challenge. And then I'll be monitoring everything. If you have any specific questions, just shoot me a direct message. I'll be keeping a folder of all the pictures of what you guys are working on. Um, so I know I'm excited. Um, 
Yeah, so I, I think this is going to be a really good opportunity, Rob, for us to, to keep talking about what projects we're working on. Um, what about you? So what what's on your as we sort of uh, uh, we have that contest and, you know, we'll be painting along right right along beside you guys. So what are you going to be working on over the next month or so hobby wise or more half been? Um, I think I'm at like eighteen hundred points in terms of the army but one of the things i'm really short on are characters the only thing i have painted is i have a, a mounted standard bearer and then i have the what i made is the captain but it, it's really just a mounted general on a horse well technically he's in the he's he's riding an ogre but that's beside the point uh so i have already painted um because we were going to adepticon originally so i had uh, uh kit bashed up a an assassin model uh, his name is kilbo perkins and I got him painted up, uh, and then today I got a. I'm probably going to use him as a wizard, but he is like a fanatic-looking guy, ringing a big bell like the Doomsday is upon us, right? He's really fun. I got him painted up. I'm started on a second cannon. Um, for those that haven't seen it, my first cannon is an ogre holding a cannon, <laughs> uh, and this one is an ogre with a couple pistols. And so I will be painting him up, and uh, I'm having a good time painting him. Uh, I, I, you know, it's, it's been a nice, cause I, I, maybe for like the last month, all I had been painting was pikemen and those are all done. And so switching over to some heroes has been, you know, it's a nice refreshing change. Cause you know, you could paint up a hero in like a day, right? An afternoon you can be done with them. And, uh, whereas the pike just seemed like they were just multiplying and multiplying. And it's, sometimes it's nice just to pick one model and paint it from start to finish. I did something yesterday that I hadn't done in a while, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this from now on. Well, for character models. Joe Rogers of Point Hammer fame, uh, and now Saga Thursday on uh, YouTube, uh, he used to be a big Warhammer player. He used to say, you know what? If you're trying to paint to a high standard, just pick like one part of the model. Don't do all of the armor. Do the leg, or do the arm. Do the, the right shoulder pad. I painted this... Um, assassin and he's got a hood and a cloak and all that so i did the you know the skin and the eyes and all that stuff but then when i got to his actual apparel i actually said okay right now i'm only gonna paint the upper left portion of the chest and why that worked well is because i actually have that quadrant that quad design where it's like white teal white teal right and it's alternating so it worked great like i literally just like just this little tiny spot Painted up to the best standard I could do, and then I moved to the next section and the next section, and I'm really happy with the way it came out. I'm doing that on my latest ogre. That's going to be my cannon, or a second cannon, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. You will spend more time on your model. I think I spent, I don't know, two hours, and I've got the right shoulder, the right arm done. So uh, thanks to all the people in After Dark last night that kept me, or tonight that kept me company. But uh, it's been fun. Um, and then down the road, I, I, I've got some bigger plans. I've got, I've got a, uh, basically a halfling knight that I've converted up to ride a, uh, hippogriff. Uh, essentially what I did was I took, you may or may not have seen them, but I have these, um, halfling mounted, uh, hussars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The wing, the winged hussars looking guys. So I took one and spent a lot of time because basically the, if those I don't know, they're actually molded to the goat. So I clipped the goat away and then painstakingly like removed the goat to the point where there's the saddle and the blanket is all there. Like, and, and, and then basically heated him up in some water and actually got him to the right shape. And then I'm actually placing him on a 
hippogriff that that I got from Atlantis Miniatures, and so I'm ready to paint them. I just uh, need to start, and uh, the hippogriff I'm gonna paint them like Buckbeak. Those may may remember Harry Potter. That color scheme will actually kind of work with my teal and my white because he's like a grayish blue color. I'm excited to paint him up too. Uh, I I got some fun stuff. I've got I've got a giant that I picked up uh, from Atlantis Miniatures. It's a it's actually just a giant Yeti. And so I'm going to mount him up. So I, I'm, I'm ready like to start doing some of the fun cool. stuff, right? Because I've been doing a lot of the units. Now, that being said, I do have more units in my future. <laughs> so I, I will eventually get back to uh, another unit of Pike. Because right now I have basically two hordes of Pike. Um, well, technically, one is a horde of Spear. But, you know, you could argue Spear, Spike, whatever. But then I actually have a unit of Pike that actually the Spears are longer. But I have more coming from Westphalia from their latest Kickstarter so I do have more infantry coming down the pipe. Been fun doing these character models like this last few days. What about you? What are you working on? Yeah, so I really tried to take from Master some feedback that I got from uh, a bunch of the Unplugged guys. Um, uh, every A lot of other people at that uh, event, I was like happy enough to look at my army. And some of the feedback I got was that I needed to work on my flesh a little bit. It's a little white, a little pale, and just doesn't, you know, good for maybe undead or, or just not quite good for like a lot of the warmth I was trying to get. So I've been experimenting. Uh, on uh, a sisterhood infantry model from Vanguard, a new flesh technique. So I love Scale 75. I've talked about them on the show before, and I have all their paints, so I've been kind of going deeper into their flesh series, and they have some really silky smooth, warm flesh colors. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing that. And then also, Rob, I love my gold. I'm pretty happy with my gold technique, but since I use the Vallejo Model Air um, they're really thin, so it just takes forever. So I, I'm trying to experiment with some different gold techniques uh, that maybe don't take as long. So I have the Vallejo metal color, you know, the ones that come in the little bit bigger container and it has the agitator in it. Have you messed around with those paints at all? I have not. So essentially it's like um, they're really – they go on amazing um, – uh, it, they're not like, uh, alcohol based, like, you know, Vallejo does some, mm-hmm. you know, uh, enamel, uh, golds. They're still acrylic based, but they're just like really thick, uh, or not thick is not really the right word. They just have amazing coverage. Mm. So I saw a technique, uh, on, um, the Warhammer weekly, his hobby cheating, um, mm-hmm. videos. I don't know if you ever watched that. He's one of yeah, my Vincent favorite. Ventrilo, him and Doc- whatever his name is. Yeah. Him and Dr. Faust are my two favorite, yeah. two of my favorite, uh, painting tutorials. So he has a technique for gold that uses these Vallejo metal colors where you have like um, two parts gold, one part like copper color for the base coat. And then you work silver into the gold as you highlight up. And I think I like it relatively the same. And it took me 30 minutes to do and not four hours. So I'm thinking almost even if I don't quite like it as much that I just need to practice the style because it cuts so much time. One of my biggest time sinks on my Basilands is that I got to base coat them in gold like literally 11 or 12 thin layers just to get the base coat. And, you know, that just takes so long. So on this model, uh, uh, my sisterhood model, I was trying to experiment both with different recipes, but also where can I continue to grow my technique but save time? Because I really don't want to be like one army every three years. I would like to be, you know, an army a year or an army a year and a half sort of, you know, 
pace. Um, so I'm working on that. I'm working on that. I'm going to finish that up. And then I think for my monster that I'm going to look at to do over the challenge is um, I had some of those GW Great Eagles. You know that kit, right? That comes for amazing Lord of the Rings? kit. For Lord of the Rings, exactly. Yeah, they're great. I've got a couple in my Wood Elf Army. They're awesome. They're just fantastic. And I was going to use those as my phoenixes. And they're a little on the small side now that the phoenix went to 75. But I feel like if I build them up, because they're on a 50 base right now. But And if I build them up from like a 75 base, they'll look good because I'll, I'll have the height still. I just mm-hmm. got to really be creative with the base. And I have one that I like am halfway painted. So I think I'm just going to finish one of those. I really want to kind of like – in this lull when I'm not quite sure what I want to do with the Bass Lands, I was thinking I might as well paint everything that I have half ass- I have assembled or primed. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm not quite sure what to paint, just pick up the brush and start working on stuff that I have that it's half done or a third done or whatever. Um, so that's probably what I'm looking at is continued. You know, that was my hobby goal when we did our 2019 wrap-up show was just keep pounding away at the Bass Lands this year. With my eye looking for my uh, next project's going to be a mantic, you know, mantic base. So a couple more months of Basilands, I'll probably have a, a, some really good choices with all uh, what mantic has planned to come out. So I have plenty to paint. I'm pretty excited. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Like you said, we've been having After Dark uh, has been kicking up with people spending more time at home. Um, so uh, a couple of things on the agenda, Rob. I did record an episode with our U.S. Master Eric Trowbridge where he does a deep dive into his list construction mm-hmm. strategy ideas. It's almost kind of like almost a list builder studio. Uh, so I know you guys have been really chomping at the bit to get that back. And this is a good – this is like an amuse-bouche of list builder studio, Rob. Just a little taste mm-hmm. to get uh, – people excited it's me eric and felix uh so that will be edited and out to you guys just as soon as i can get it done um talking about uh master's experience and it's good because eric takes us through uh his master's experience and then we're going to hear hear more about the best of the rest tournament from felix so it's a really great episode i know you guys are going to love it when we get it out out there and I know we got a lot of exciting stuff planned for the show, so definitely uh, keep following. You know, get into After Dark. Um, yeah, I just think, really think, Rob, uh, the reason why we just wanted to get on is just like we don't want you to feel that you're, you know, if you can't make it to the game store that you you don't have a gaming group. You know, we we, we can have a gaming group and never even see each other with, with After Dark and all the hobby we can do plus Universal Battle or just, you know, chatting Rob up or chatting me up or just getting dialogues going on the Facebook page. You know, it doesn't mean that if we got to isolate at home, we can still be connected to each other in our gaming world. So, yeah, I think you're right. I you know, you just said something. I think I need to do a monster for this challenge as well. I need to. I probably. I'll probably paint up the hippogriff with the rider. I think that'll be that'd be a lot of fun to paint. Uh, and you did say something too about about skin. You know, skin tones. Um, with this latest ogre cannon guy, uh, I actually used the olive skin triad from Vallejo. I had used it a couple times before. I think the latest on some like some Star Wars Legion guys. I mean, the Halfman, I'm u- literally using the bright skin triad. And I've done it, you know, 400 times at this point. And it was so much fun uh, to paint this guy a little bit differently. Number one, he's an ogre, right? So he's not a halfling. So 
this guy is probably a mercenary. He does get out. He 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 travels the world. He's a man of you know self-made wealth, right? And uh, so it would make sense that he wouldn't necessarily just be a white dude. The one thing is I got it done and, I, and I'm looking at it and I'm starting to think, well, maybe I didn't go enough with the highlights. There's a fine line between that last highlight that makes it too garish <laughs> to when like you got it yeah. perfect. And so I'm always nervous about crossing that line. And you're like, oh, I went too far because once you go too far, it's hard. to. It's like a haircut. You can't get it back if they cut it too short. Yeah, it's harder to go backwards than it is to take it up a notch. Yeah, I like it. It's super subtle. Uh, I'm just hoping that like when I get all the car, you know, the, the armor and the skins done, and I'm hoping that once I get all the cloth done, that it'll, you know, it'll still pop. Cause on the first cannon, that dude does kind of pop, you know, but I, I think I use like tan skin for him. So it's a much brighter skin than what, than, than what this guy has. So, you know, really excited to see what folks come up with. I, I do want to mention, uh, we are still on track for, um, Blue Sea Brawl in May. So, uh, we haven't canceled. We're just we're kind of waiting to see. The good thing for us is that a lot of people are local, and it's a small crowd. I mean, I think we're capped at thirty-two. So, and let's hope by by that time we'll we're we'll, you know we'll be maybe not completely over everything, but we'll have a you know a better idea, and who knows what will what will be there. So, stay staying fluid is probably a good skill that we can all be practicing during this is learning how to be, you know, be flexible and be able to adapt. This is a good, I think we're all experiencing uh, good real life ways to get better at that. I think. Exactly. Exactly. Well, awesome. Okay. Like you said, starting uh, the 25th of March or whenever you guys want through the end of April, just go onto the counter charge Facebook page, just do uh, take, have some pictures of the models assembled and ready to go. Uh, and then just do a little outbreak 2020 painting challenge and then we'll, we'll get all those finalists. And then I'm not sure if I mentioned this, Rob, but what we're going to do is we're going to get the host is going to, uh, we're going to get some, the finalists together and then we're going to do polls and we're going to let the counter charge audience vote and pick what, what their favorites are. Fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. So fantastic. I know I'm excited. Rob's excited. Uh, uh, Mark's super excited because now that it, we're just painting in our hobby and no longer playing with each other, he's like the best that there is. We're not playing, so he's like, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm all over this. <laughs> so stay tuned and remember to always keep counter charging. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Counter Charge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com on Twitter at countercharge15. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons. 